the winter and spring runs of Chinook salmon really dropped about 15 years ago. How are they doing now? They're not doing great. They've been listed as endangered species for quite some time. You know, their spawning habitat has been shrunken down to the base of the dam. Evolution did not design spring-run Chinook to live at the base of a dam. These fish need to spawn, need to spend their early lives in cold, free-flowing mountain streams. If you or I drank only salt water, we would die of thirst as the salt water pulled fresh water out of our body cells. If an ocean-dwelling fish drank only fresh water, it too would die as the cells in its body pulled in that fresh water and swelled up like water balloons. Fresh water or salt, in water or on land, everything alive must juggle water and salt. The atoms and salts are ions. They are either excreting water or they're excreting ions or they're taking up water or they're taking up ions in order to balance so they don't either dehydrate or blow up. You and I do this chemical juggling in our kidneys. Fish do much of this juggling in their gills, the same gills that pull much-needed oxygen from the water. It's as if you or I asked our lungs to act also as kidneys. You see any problems there that evolution had to overcome? Yeah, there's the osmorespiratory compromise, trade-offs between what fish need to do to regulate these ions and what fish need to do to regulate their oxygen, both of these primarily in the fish gill. Some of Dr. Fengi's lab work involves testing how the fish respond to different conditions. A lot of the work that physiologists do includes manipulating and controlling different features of the environment. Maybe it's temperature, maybe it's oxygen. Exposing the fish to different combinations that are ecologically relevant. We use swimming as an index of ecological fitness. A fish that's swimming well, you know, you would interpret that as a good thing. That set of conditions that is depressing their swimming speed, you might wonder. We also use swimming methods to elicit maximum aerobic activity. So think about like an athlete running on a treadmill, and you can do the same thing with fish, basically in a swim tube that is very much like a treadmill. You'll see those runners on treadmills with, you know, the mask to measure their oxygen consumption. We can do the same thing with fish. We do a lot of studies on swimming. We can test their critical swim velocities, kind of the highest speed that a fish can swim for a prolonged period of time, something like 200 minutes. Better than three hours. And those data can be very useful for things like water extraction mechanisms used by the Central Valley Water Projects, you know, louvers and screens and diversions and all of those things to help make sure that those flows are not too fast such that they would outpace the ability of the fish to swim away from those screens, to try to prevent fish from getting stuck on those screens. Juvenile Chinook live in the freshwater of mountain streams. Then they migrate down to the ocean, where they'll feed and grow for two or three years, after which they will return to the streams where they were born to spawn the next generation. They have to completely flip their physiology to a saltwater fish, as they move out towards the ocean. This transition involves complete remodeling of their gills in 100% the opposite direction. I've been speaking with Dr. Nan Fongi, Professor of Physiological Ecology and Chair of the Department of Wildlife, Fish, and Conservation Biology at UC Davis. For KVMR, I'm Al Stoller.